We're going to speak from the subject, Christmas is spelled grace. Amen. Christmas is spelled grace. And by way of introduction, uh, there was a little boy that um, he was participating in a Christmas program. And he had one line to uh, say in the Christmas play that he was involved in. And uh, the one line that he had uh, was, Behold, I bring you good tidings. And as he was practicing to be able to say that line, he asked his mother what tidings meant. And she told him that tidings meant good news. And uh, I want to say to you that I've got some good news uh, for you today. Amen. Regarding Christmas is spelled grace. Our scripture, and we're going to refer to a few other scriptures, but we've just got one verse of scripture uh, that is going to uh, be, uh, uh, we'll take our text from. And that scripture is found in 2 Corinthians, the 8th chapter, and the 9th verse. And it reads us thus, uh, Christian Standard Bible, it says there, For you know, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Though he was rich, for your sakes he became poor, so that by his poverty you might become rich. Again, reading one more time. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Though he was rich, for your sakes he became poor, so that by his poverty you might become rich. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word. And as we talk from the subject, Christmas is spelled grace, I want you to reflect on the fact that uh, the word life lived the wrong way is a tragedy. Amen. And there are many that even though Christ has come, uh, the world operates and 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 moves uh, and and for some uh, it's like you know nothing has happened. When I think about the word live, the word live spelled backwards is evil. The word lived, spelled backwards, is devil. And when our life is not in the proper orientation, and, uh, uh, and not lived in the proper, uh, and we're not headed in the proper direction, uh, we're living beneath our privilege. Talking about Christmas is spelled grace. 
And I was thinking about the fact that if it were not for the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ, what would all our other birthdays mean? The cakes, the candles, the gifts. It would mean that we are one year nearer to our deaths, to the grave and the judgment that's sure to follow. Yet, because of his birth, every birthday that we have means that we are one year nearer to heaven and home and to fellowship with our loved ones and our Lord. I want to take a moment, amen, I want you to consider that. Uh, you remember I talked on last Sunday about the fact that the birth of Jesus Christ divided history. And history is divided into uh, the things that happened before he was born, B.C., and the things that happened after uh, uh, he came, A.D. So history is divided and recognizes his birth. And I think about the words of a song. It says, because he lives... I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Life is worth the living just because he lives. And as I think about that, that's what we're talking about here. If it weren't for the birth of Christ, uh, we would be, we'd, we'd be without hope. Amen. In this present world. That's the reason that I say Christmas is spelled grace. Now, in that one verse that we read there, there are three great truths that are taught in the text. Amen. He was rich. He became poor that we might be rich. So let's talk about it. Amen. The truths that are communicated. Amen. In that verse in 2 Corinthians. Amen. His glorious possessions. He was rich. Amen. Christ could never have become poor unless he was first of all rich. That goes without, amen, saying. And in Isaiah 9 and 6, amen, it says there, uh, for a child will be born for us. A son will. Be given to us. And the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be named Wonderful Counselor. Mighty God. Eternal Father. And Prince of Peace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh yes, he, he, he was rich. And it says in verse 7 in uh, Isaiah still, Isaiah 9 and 7. The dominion will be vast. In other words, his dominion will be vast. And its prosperity will never end. He will reign on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish and sustain it with justice and righteousness from now on and forever. The zeal of the Lord of armies will accomplish this. You see, he, when I talk about the fact that, amen, Christ was rich, he was rich in his person. 
Amen. When the scripture talks about the everlasting father. He is the eternal God. The babe of Bethlehem was not a new person that came into the world. Let me give you a real good trivia question to ask somebody. And uh, probably most of them won't get it. And it's there on the screen. You see, there never was a time when Christ was not. And this is the trivia question that you could ask somebody and, and just about nobody will get it. At his birth, he was as old as his father and older than his mother. Who is he? Ask somebody that and see if they can get that. Amen. You ever thought about that? That baby born in a manger. Wrapped in swaddling clothes at his birth. He was as old as his father and older than his mother. That description does not fit anybody but Jesus. Hallelujah. John 1 and 1 says, in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. And he was with God in the beginning. Hallelujah. John 1.14 said, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we observed his glory. The glory of the, only, of the one and only son from the father. Full of grace and truth. I'm here to tell you Christmas is spelled Grace. Not only was he rich in his person, but he was rich in his position. Amen. Notice it says in Isaiah, the government shall be upon his shoulder. Amen. I don't know about you, but uh, I don't have a very high opinion of our government now. Now, amen, as citizens of this country, and uh, I'm not looking forward to the political commercials that are going to be running, some of them are running now, but, amen, when we get into, amen, the next year, uh, we're going to be inundated uh, with all types of political commercials and ads, and uh, I'm not, I'm certainly not looking forward to that. And as citizens of this country, uh, it is important that we pay attention uh, to the issues and, 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 and stay as informed as we possibly can and pray and ask God uh, uh, for, for guidance and then vote our conviction. Uh, but like I said to you, uh, I don't have a lot of confidence in government. But one thing that uh, gives me hope is that, amen, one day the government is going to be upon his shoulders. Amen. The government is going to be upon his shoulders and stuff is going to get straightened out, amen, on this earth when Jesus returns. Amen. He was rich in power. Amen. He said he's the mighty God. Amen. The mighty God. And when I think about it, uh, him being the mighty God, uh, we're talking about the God-man. He was, he was uh, altogether human. And at the same time, he was altogether God. Uh, I'm going to be speaking, uh, if the Lord say the same, on next Sunday. 
uh, about the Christmas paradox. And we'll explore uh, some of the paradoxes. And one of the paradoxes that we'll talk about is uh, the the paradox of the God-man. Amen. Not only was he rich in his power, but he was rich in his possessions. He was rich in his possessions. Amen. Revelation 4 and 11 says, Our Lord and God, you are worthy to receive glory and honor and power because you have created all things and by your will they exist and were created. Amen. He was rich in not only power but in possession. Everything that was created. He said, amen, because you have created all things by your will and they exist and were created. Now, that, that, that verse in, in 2 Corinthians say how that uh, by his grace he was rich, yet he became what? Poor for us. Let's talk about, amen, uh, the sacrifice that he made, amen, in becoming, uh, in, 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 in divesting, uh, so to speak, himself of, 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 the, of the glories that he had. Uh, Philippians 2, 5, it says there, uh, Christian Standard Version of that, Philippians 2, 5, adopt the same attitude as that of Jesus Christ. Some of us are familiar say, let that same mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Adopt the same attitude as that of Christ, who, existing in the form of God, did not consider equality with God to be something exploited. Instead, he emptied himself by assuming the form of a servant taking on the likeness of humanity and when he had when he had come as a man he became poor amen and one of the things when i think about uh how far he came amen he came from being god to becoming a man And uh, there are two statements that I'm showing you there in my notes. It said, I can understand dust wanting to be deity. When we talk about deity, I can understand dust wanting to be like God. But vice versa. God stooping down to become dust so that he could say dust. Ain't that what the Bible said? Amen. He fashioned our bodies out of the dust of the earth. Breathed into man's nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul. And, and yet it was absolutely necessary that he become a man in order to redeem us. I'm so glad that we've got a high priest that is touched with the feeling of our infirmity. You see, you can tell me Pastor Nunn, you don't understand. And you might be right. Pastor Nunn, you don't know what I went through. And you, 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 you might be right. But it's one thing that I know. You can't go to Jesus yeah. 
and tell Jesus he don't understand. We have a high priest that knows what it's like to suffer loss. That knows what it's like uh, to be hungry. That knows what it's like to be tired and thirsty. Amen. Uh, knows what it's like to be betrayed by friends. That knows what it's like, amen, to be misunderstood by his family. That knows what it's like, amen, to uh, 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 have uh, those that, amen, were, were, in one moment were crying, amen, Hosanna, Hosanna, and then in the next instance were crying out, crucify him. We have a high priest that is touched with the feeling of our infirmity. Amen. And uh, so he became uh, poor. Amen. He became poor for us. Amen. He did it on our account. Amen. He became uh, poor in his person. Amen. He became poor in his position. Amen. Made himself of no reputation. He became a servant. Amen. He was a monarch in a manger. The sovereign became the servant. Amen. He became poor in his power. He became obedient to the Father. Amen. His power is absolute. God was laid aside. And in one verse of scripture he said the son can do nothing of himself. He even, when he became a baby. You remember what I said earlier? He was as old as his father. And he was older than his mother. And yet, he condescended to become a baby and be wrapped in swapping clothes. And there was a point in time when, if he uh, uh, that if somebody didn't move, move. If Mary didn't feed him, he wouldn't eat. If Mary didn't change him, he wouldn't get changed. Can 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 you just for a moment imagine that? You're the creator of everything. And you got to wait on maybe a 16, 17-year-old girl to feed you. I don't know about you, but for some of, uh, for some of us, the thought, and, 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 and I'm not, not speaking, you know, uh, I don't take this lightly, what I'm getting ready to say. Uh, are some of you familiar with the disease ALS? They call it Lou Gehrig's disease. Any of y'all familiar with that? People that have that disease, uh, what ends up happening, their mind is, 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 is not affected, but their body stops functioning. And they get to the point to where they can't do anything for themselves. And it's like they're trapped in a shell. And they have to depend upon uh, uh, the, the care and, and, and the kindness and, uh, of others and... and, 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 and uh, Usually, um, you know, most times, in, in, in fact, it's a fatal disease. But eventually, and, and, and eventually, they, they, they lose all uh, use of their body. They become prisoners in their own body. Well, being a baby is not necessarily being a prisoner in your own body. But when, when you come from a position of being able to do everything to a position of where you can't do nothing for yourself and have to depend on others, amen, for a period of time, uh, Think about how far he came. Oh, yes. And the sacrifice that he made 
And he did it because it was necessary in order for him to redeem us. Oh, how much he loves us. Don't, 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 don't let the enemy make you think you're not loved. Amen. Amen. Uh, uh, he loved us with a love that would not let us go. Hallelujah. And I'm, 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 I'm going to move on to the next point. But he also, amen, uh, became poor in his possessions. Even his death at the cross. They took his clothes, amen, and stripped him. And, and, and took all his possessions, amen, and, and nailed him to a tree. And he hung up for our hang-ups. Hallelujah. He became poor for us. And, and, and I think about uh, how Isaiah looked forward through prophecy and saw it. And it says, he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquity. And the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's talk about that third one. Almost done. Amen. His gracious provisions. What, what, what did it say over in 2 Corinthians? Amen. He became poor for us that we might become rich. Hallelujah. That ye through his poverty might become rich. Amen. What wonderful riches come to those who trust Christ. What wonderful riches come to those who uh, trust Christ. Uh, you get to share in the riches of his person. Amen. You become a member of his body and come into uh, a living union with, amen, Jesus through the Spirit. Uh, Ephesians 1.6 talked about how, amen, we are accepted in the beloved. Amen. You share the riches of his positions. Amen. And you are now seated with him, amen, in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Amen. Talking about uh, how we become rich. Amen. You share in the riches of his person. Uh, and and uh, the Bible even talks about the fact that we become joint heirs with Jesus Christ. Amen. Paul prayed, amen, for uh, one of the churches that they come into the knowledge, amen, the knowledge of the riches, amen, that God had bestowed upon us in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Therefore, Christmas is spelled grace, and grace is the real meaning of Christmas. Why do I say grace is the, the real meaning of Christmas? Amen. Grace is the real meaning of Christmas because grace, when you look at, amen, look at that word, the acrostic, God's riches at Christ's expense. Hallelujah. That's why I say Christmas is spelled grace. Hallelujah. And the sad part for a lot of us is that the way that we look at it, we, 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 we look at it in terms of one day, someday, maybe. But uh, we need to realize that there uh, are some uh, things that belong to us, not someday, but right now. Not heaven someday, 
but heaven right now. Amen. That's why he taught them to pray. Amen. Uh, uh, Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Or we haven't, amen, received the full inheritance. Amen. But uh, we, we, we receive, amen, some that we can walk in uh, right now. Right now. And uh, some of us, we think that uh, it's dependent upon our circumstance. And we let our circumstance dictate, amen, uh, our uh, emotional happiness or emotional joy. Uh, and, uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm here to tell you, uh, when I think about the Apostle Paul, when he was writing... Uh, in the book of Ephesians. He was writing that epistle. From a Roman prison. He was writing that. Amen. Uh, while he was in chains. And yet. Paul didn't let. His present circumstance. Uh, dictate. Uh, 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 how he felt. Or. Uh, how, what he shared. About the gospel of Christ. Amen. And uh, even though he was in a prison, uh, when you read and open the book of Ephesians, you smell the fresh air of heaven. His body may be in prison, but his spirit was seated with Jesus Christ in heavenly places. I remember that, amen, he said, amen, again, I, uh, uh, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, rejoice. Understand, uh, the world operates and lives based on uh, feelings. But we who are children of God, we need to operate on not just uh, what's happening to us, but we need to realize not who we are, but whose we are. And we need to tap into, amen, the inheritance of the saints. Hallelujah. That's why I say Christmas is spelled grace. Amen. God's riches. At Christ's expense. And you know one thing that I, I, I thought about. Um, if you've got. Any, anybody ever. Had money. Either in the bank or. Somewhere in your house. And you forgot you had. Anybody ever done that? You forgot you had some money. And uh, over a period of time. You got short. And, 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 and possibly did without or. Thought you couldn't do something or go somewhere because you didn't think you had any money. And, and, and that money was right there, but you just didn't know that it was there and you didn't know where it was. And then later on you find out, oh, you, you know what, I had money all the time. You drove by, amen, uh, the fast food place and the others said, you getting, no, I ain't getting nothing. I could have got something. Somebody say, you going here? No, I can't afford to go there. I, I, I ain't got enough money to put gas. You could have went. It was there all the time. You just didn't know it. And that's the same way it is, amen, with us as Christians. Amen. There are rights and privileges and riches, amen, that belong to us as joint heirs with Jesus Christ. And for a lot of us, amen, we just didn't know it was there. I remember uh, I shared this once before, and I'm closing now. Uh, but I shared this once before that there was a man that he got an opportunity uh, to go to heaven. And he saw how beautiful heaven was. 
and the angel was escorting him, and he was walking around, and he was looking at the various beauties of heaven. And there was a door uh, that was shut. And uh, the angel didn't say anything about it. The man noticed it. And after a while, he came back and asked the angel. He said, what, what's, what's with that door there? And the angel said, oh, uh, it's not a whole, you know, not much. You know, you, you don't have to worry about that. And then it piqued his, his interest. And he said, what, what, what's behind the door? And the angel was like, do you really want to see? And he said, yeah, yeah, I want to see what's, what's behind the door. And the angel opened up the door, and it was a treasure room full of all types of blessings. And, 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 and the angel said to him, he said, what's all this? And the angel said to him, these are the possessions and treasures that were yours while you were on the earth, but you didn't appropriate. So we stored it up here. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but amen. It's good to have treasure in heaven, but if God has provided some things for us to operate in the earth, amen. I want to I, I, I wanna appropriate it, don't you? Yeah, yes. Hallelujah. Yes, yes. And uh, as I close, then grace. When we talk about God's riches at Christ's expense, grace costs the sinner nothing. But it costs Jesus everything. However, to refuse such grace will cost you everything. So, as we go through this season, amen, let's not forget the reason for the season. And that Christmas is spelled grace. I hope you got something from the word of the Lord today. Amen. Amen. We're going to ask you to stand. God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen.